Blog Talk Radio. audience and welcome to today's podcast and I am going to be one of the co-hosts. I'm Naja Brown and we've got Zenobia with us. Hi Zenobia. Hello Naja and hello audience. <clears throat> yes. So are you enjoying this gorgeous weather we're having Zenobia here in Seattle, Washington? Mm, it is just so lovely. People whoever's listening to me from the East Coast, all my friends on the East Coast and you badger me about all of the rain in Seattle. How we are not having rain, and we haven't had any for a long time. I know our rain season is coming, but this is just absolutely gorgeous, and it has been that way for a little bit, hasn't it, Naja? Yes, it has been. We've been truly, truly blessed, and we're kind of known for in this area to have what we call Indian summers, and I don't want that to be offensive to anybody, but... We tend to go with nice weather all the way through like mid-October, maybe even through the end of October. So we still have some good weather to look forward to. Yes. Yeah, they say where I heard um, the weather forecast, and we're supposed to get a little rain over the weekend. But outside of the rainy season, what I love is that it rains and it stops. It doesn't just rain all day long. Uh, At least that's been my experience thus far. Um, Now, with the rainy season, and that's another story, but... Um, I'd rather have the rain than all of the plummeting snow. I love snow, but not the mounds that I that it can come. So this yes. is gorgeous. Yes. Well, thank you for that reminder that all seasons are good for us, and but we right now are just basking in the sun that we have here. So we're going to continue our topic, talking about our topic, prayer, and there are various types of prayer that... Uh, we will get a chance to talk about intercessory, faith, praise, and thanksgiving and supplication. And the last time we were uh, on air, which was August, I believe it was August 30th, we said that we would pick up this podcast with talking about are there times when one feels, I feel, you feel that you just can't pray. In other words, just don't know what to say, you know, it could be because of being devastated or hurt or just feeling, you know, weary or angry. And so, Zenobia, let's talk a little bit about, because we both said that we've experienced that before, how do you get out of that slump? And what have you done or what have I done? And maybe what we can offer as words of encouragement to others who have found themselves in that position. Sure. Um, before I start on the down, quote, downside, I do want to mm-hmm. say that sometimes one might not even know how to pray or praise. I mean, you might say, thank you, Lord, but that's not what's really in your heart. You may say, glory to God, hallelujah, but that uh-huh. is bigger than that in your heart, and you cannot verbalize it. So it's not always in despair or grief or you know, anger, sometimes it's truly out of joy and you uh-huh. don't know what to say. I think, though, no matter point. what the case, um, it is good to know 
that we have the Holy Spirit, those of us who have a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ by having uh, been born again, accepted him as our personal Savior, it is good for us to know that the Holy Spirit, the third part of the triune God, makes intercession for us, whether we know how to pray or whether we don't know how to pray. I think that is just so wonderful. Even in our deepest, deepest dumps, when if I'm just, I've never really, and I pray I never get there, I've never Uh been angry at God, and I hope I never become angry at God. But if I do, I know that the Holy Spirit will intercede for me, and I don't know what he will be saying, but I can imagine, my imagination says that part of what he might uh, petition God for would be to ask him to forgive me and to be patient with me and to wait, and that he, he, the Holy Spirit, is functioning me to come up out of the depths. The other thing is, uh, the other aspect of this is, it is good when we have a friend, a human friend, that yeah. will also intercede for us. I know um, it was maybe last week my hubby was on travel, and uh-huh. I was having a hard time, and I don't really know why. I think that I was just being bombarded with attack. I don't can't remember if I shared it with you, Naja, or not, because I know we both pray for each other. But uh-huh. I think I did. Excuse me. You know, we're preparing. Naja and I are preparing with another sister, friend, we're preparing for a, an upcoming weekend, and I felt that maybe it was connected to that, that I was being attacked with, um, not depression, but some melancholy. Yeah, maybe even uh-huh, uh-huh. maybe even a little depression, but I think the better word would be some melancholy, and I couldn't shake it, and Erwin was so very concerned, and between... Him, I didn't, I didn't even have to ask him when he walked through the doors. I could sense um, the night before he walked through the doors that there was some lifting of that of that dark spot. And uh-huh. um, I knew you, you were praying. Even if you weren't praying for that, I knew you were praying for me. And um, And then the next day, the day of, the evening he came home, it was just totally gone. And I just knew when he walked through the door, he said, how are you? And I just had this big, broad smile, and I said, I know you battled for me in prayer. And I said, Erwin, I know you battled for me. Did you not? And then he grinned and said, yes, I did. Yes, he did. So, you know, uh, those two, that I, I, I'm going to be quiet now, but for now, those are the two things that I have found to be just key. And um, and I can add to that after you have your input. Um, there is one other thing that I do, but I'm going to be quiet now. Well, you know, you covered a lot, and I don't know that I would have much more to add. I think the point, the points that you made are, that the Holy Spirit will make intercessions for us, <clears throat> and then also it's good to have uh, what we would call as uh, prayer partners or spouses or someone that we know who knows us praying for us, whether they know exactly what to pray for or not. It's like the Holy Spirit kind of makes that intercedes and places it upon someone's heart to pray for that person. And it, and it could be 
someone we've not seen for years or maybe even someone that we don't know very well. And right. That's the scripture that comes to mind is Romans eight twenty six twenty seven, and it says, In the same way the Spirit also helps our weakness, for we do not know how to pray as we should, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. 27 says, And he who searches the heart knows what the mind of the Spirit is, because he intercedes for the saints according to the will of God. And so those times of, of like you said, periods where we're, we're just, there's joy and, and, and praise and thanksgiving, and we may not have those eloquent words that just flow from our mouths. We're just saying, praise God, praise God, praise God. Or those times when we find ourselves in a, 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 a more uh, introspective place or a dark space or melancholy space or whatever, um, we can say something, you know. And if we don't know what to say, then the Holy Spirit intercedes for us. And and, and, it, and it just ends up going up to God anyway, according to his will. So there's some comfort in that, very, very much so some comfort in that. Absolutely. And uh, just to... Just to know, as you were reading and I was reflecting, uh, just to know that the Holy Spirit is moving or working on our behalf, that is so deep to me, that intercession is not global. Uh He's not praying an all-encompassing prayer for everyone. I mean, he may be, but he's also praying for me as an individual, my individual need, your individual need, listeners, your individual need. That is so, so deep. The other thing that I was holding on back on is that we are so blessed in America. Not only do we have tons and tons of versions of the Bible, but Uh we have so many um, Bible helps and devotional helps and that uh, they are they are items that we all should have even if we had one uh, devotional book something that like one I just picked up off my desk is praying God's word day by day another is uh-huh. fear not tomorrow God is already there and another that I've mentioned to you in the past is um, waiting on God. And each of these is devoted to sharing a verse a day, uh-huh. and, then they, and then they have uh, some commentary. But the verse a day is the thing that I have glued on to a lot. Uh, even, <clears throat> what is it, the Daily Bread, I think, even it uh-huh. has um, a verse a day. And it used to be that the Daily Bread would jump all around in the Bible, but... My latest um, contact with it, which has been a while now, it does a methodical chapter by chapter, verse by verse. Now, I don't know if that's still the case, but there are all kinds of varieties. And I'm not saying one is better than the other, but Uh I remember we were in a very, very difficult spot for more than a year. And Waiting on God was a 30-day devotional, and every day, 
I picked that up, and if I could do no more, Mm. sometimes I could, sometimes I forced myself to, but Uh no matter what, I always forced myself to at least read that verse for that day. Uh And so that's another another, um, action item that we can take responsibility for and not allow ourselves to get separated from God's word. Even though the Holy Spirit is interceding for us and God knows where we are, we don't want to give the enemy an opportunity to steal away and to lessen those things that God has added to us um, Uh in, in times of our need. Amen. Amen. You know, um, we're, we're almost out of time, but I'm, I'm going to just share real quickly a personal testimony. So we've talked about the Holy Spirit interceding for us, and I know that each of us has had opportunities to pray for one another and then also for others who have asked us to pray for them. And so that's a form of intercessory prayer also. And it was years ago, probably 20-plus years ago, that I started a prayer basket. And Zenobia, you're familiar with my basket. You know, people would come up to me and say, will you pray for me about this, or I've got this, or I'd listen to people's conversations, and I would say, hmm, that's something I can pray for. You know, I like to stop and pray for people right at that moment, but then there were times when time didn't allow for that. So I would go home, and I would put whatever the issue was, their name, their family name, their child or whatever, on a strip of paper and put it in this wicker basket. And I just ended up with volumes and volumes of these strips of paper with all these different issues and situations and shake it up and my youngest son at the time who was probably eight and we would make it it was a family ministry we made it a time in the evening where each of us would pull out three strips and I still have that prayer basket today of course I've had to start them over because things change over time you know people are no longer here but I consider it a privilege and an honor to be able to pray for someone say I'll pray for them and actually follow through with it. And then it was a faith builder for my son because they used to come home and say, Mama, I saw Mrs. So-and-so, or Mama, my teacher is out of the hospital, and the and the doctors told her that she healed really, really fast, and that could have been something that we we had prayed for. And so yeah. um, I, I love my prayer basket, I, and there's lots of stuff in it, and I had to weed it out because people have passed on and so on and so forth and nieces and nephews have married and but um that's a, a personal testimony about intercessory prayer uh, as often as the lord will bring me a situation to pray about i i i purpose to follow through with that well, i love your basket too because um not only am i in it but my family's in it and some some other needs that i've had made known so it is a true ministry thank you Yes, you're welcome. Well, with that, uh, we are out of time, Zenobia. Can you believe it? I can. <laughs> it goes so fast. <laughs> it does. So we will ask our listening audience to join us in a couple of weeks as we continue this topic. And uh, we'll probably be talking about uh, faith prayer or maybe even praise and thanksgiving and or supplication. We've got different topics that we want to cover as we talk and and discuss prayer. So we want to just say thank you for joining in with us, and we encourage you to make an appointment with God and, and, and start talking to him regularly with intention, purpose, and sincerity because he will listen. So thank you, and God bless you. Good night. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.